0: today's episode is with chelsea haynes she's a gut health coach she's also the host of her own podcast i had a lot of fun talking through exactly what does gut health mean and and really how do you get a handle on it to have the lifestyle that you want i love chatting with chelsea i think you're going to enjoy this episode stay tuned here comes your good advice Hey, thanks for checking out another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. I have a very special guest with us today, Chelsea Haynes, who's a gut health coach. Her job is to help people heal their guts so they can start trusting it again. She's also the host of an incredible podcast, which as soon as this episode is over, you need to go subscribe and check out this podcast. It's called Let's Start Health Podcast. She's amazing. She's wonderful. Chelsea, thank you for being here today.
1: Hey, Blake. It's an honor. I'm so happy to have the opportunity to chat with you.
0: Of course. Well, I'm glad we worked it out. I know we kind of went back and forth and we finally nailed it down. And so I'm really, I'm just thrilled to get you on the podcast and talk a little bit today.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too.
0: Now you did mention before we started that you're a little bit of a digital nomad. So tell me a little bit about what you're doing there.
1: Yeah. So for the last four and a half, five years, I've been working as a full-time yoga teacher and stewardess on board private super yachts it's been a really cool experience. It's taken me all over the world. I've met some amazing people and had an opportunity of a lifetime doing it and seen places that I didn't even know existed.
0: <laughs> now, I do know Bill Gates just got a, uh, what was it, like a 500 billion, I don't know what it was, a lot of money super got. Um, is that your next gig?
1: <laughs> well, I may or may not have uh had the opportunity to take care of Bill and his family. So, I I I do not know if he has purchased a yacht, but he definitely runs around in the yacht world for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, he um it like made major headlines cuz it's going to be like hydrogen fueled and the price tag was something astronomical. I mean, literally billions of dollars and so anyway, enough about super yachts. Let's talk about you. I'm really interested. I'm interested in what you're doing specifically on the on your podcast, what your expertise is. I think this is a really important topic, especially for people who maybe they consistently put their health kind of on the back burner, so like every entrepreneur, every business owner, um, talk to me about kind of what you're doing and what that looks like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I am a gut health coach. I also have a degree in psychology and a secondary certification uh, as a life coach as well. So what I do is I help people really get a handle on their stress and the things that are causing stress in their lives. And as you mentioned, we live in a very busy time and everyone is really doing the damn thing, right? And I really feel like we live in a society in a time that really praises productivity and the grind, right? Mm. Kind of that upstream current is what I like to say. And I help people find more of that downstream float, right? So when I look back at my life, I really want it to feel like I tried everything I could to now, of course, I mean, traumas happen, things happen, but even amongst the chaos, I want the river to ro- that is flowing through me to be downstream. I want to feel like I am floating on my favorite swan blow-up thing <laughs> and wearing my favorite high-waist bikini, chilling in the sunshine with my favorite drink in hand, rather than feeling like I'm fighting all the other salmon upstream and without a paddle.
0: Now we talk about this a lot, but um it feels like people they they kind of envision something like that, and then they think oh well that that wouldn't ever be me that would say maybe something like end of life end of career end of life not like they're dying <laughs> end of career um, and, and it's especially i think it's an interesting it's an interesting opposite to what we hear from like mega. Digital figures like Gary Vee, who you know it's like hustle, 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 so you're you're talking about something that's a little bit different here, and so i'm I'm curious if you could maybe um expand on that a little bit. You know, what do you think about sort of like this hustle culture?
1: Mm. I think there's definitely something to be said about the hustle, and you know, like don't hear me wrong, and if you're listening to this show today, please don't misunderstand me it takes a lot of work in order to create a life by design and it doesn't have to be upstream. So what I mean by that is if you are grinding every single day in hopes that someday you're going to be able to retire with, you know, after your two and a half kids have gone to college and your white picket fence is no longer serving you and you're ready to, I don't know, move into an RV and drive around. For me, I'm not interested in waiting that long. You know, I've, I've, lived a unique life and god has given me certain traumas and tragedies at very young age to really give me the foresight to see that we might not wake up tomorrow morning. Mm. So, I am not interested in grinding every single day because that doesn't serve me. You know, that underlying current of stress and anxiety is leading to physical pains and suffering in all of us. So, if you are living a life where you are just okay with those weekly migraines or if you have just come to accept those aches and pains or those sleepless nights or those rashes that are showing up all over your body as normal, this, these are signs that that upstream current are no longer working for you either. And mm. I think that hustle and grind society brushes all those things under the rug. And I'm here to tell you that, listen, this is not a matter of if if this is going to end your life, it's it's how and when, because, mm. you know, we can look at the grand scheme of chronic health issues that people are having right now. And the fact of the matter is, is that they're on the rise and mm. autoimmune diseases are more common than they're not. And we don't have a cure for many of the life-threatening things that we are dealing with right now, including things like chronic mental health issues. So, So much of the work that I'm doing, and and this also kind of leads it back to my podcast, is coming back to this mindset of we can have all and more. It doesn't have to be either or. And by it, I mean life. We don't have to sacrifice the things in our life that we love in order to live healthy, wealthy, abundant, and free. Um, It can be and and more. And a lot of what I do is about educating and really coming back to this place of it's okay to be vulnerable because when that vulnerability is met with empathy, and I'll, I'll give credit where it's due, Brene Brown—if you've never heard of her, or heard of her work—she has dedicated her entire life to the concept of vulnerability and how healing it can be. Vulnerability is how we heal, and if you're not interested in healing, then you're probably not listening to this podcast but <laughs> you know if you are listening to it in this concept of you know this this is a new mindset for you this is a paradigm shift of wait but i feel like i've always been taught that i have to sacrifice the good things in life in order to someday be able to sit back and relax i'm here to tell you that that's just really not the case
0: yeah and it's almost like this rewiring that has to happen of you know i think about like the 45 year old who's like literally so unfulfilled, so unhappy, but it's kind of like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like for the next, you know, they've had 20 years of unfulfilling career and they're like, this is what I'm supposed to do for the next 20 years. Right. And it's like, no, that's really not how it's supposed to be.
1: Yeah, we've been trained to settle, right? And then we get inspired. We get inspired by the motivational speakers and we get inspired by the books and the Gary V's of the world. You know, much love to all of those people who are grinding and who are inspiring people. But for the average Joe who wants to make a difference in their lives but is struggling to get up out of bed every single day because they're in pain or their joints hurt or they're afraid to go out to eat because every time they do, they're afraid they're going to have to run to the bathroom with... Um, pain and suffering or they're gonna have to unbutton their pants because they're so bloated after they enjoy a meal it's it's that chronic low-grade inflammation it's that chronic low-grade suffering that is keeping us just settling for less and it just doesn't have to be that way I mean yeah you look at the 45 year old but what about the 35 year old and the 25 year old who are suffering and mm-hmm. the 15 year old I mean you look at the rates of teenage suicide right now and it's it's Honestly, mind blowing. It's scary. And my first boyfriend took his own life at 14 years old. You know, this these chronic health issues are only getting worse. So why are we waiting to maybe wake up someday at 45, 55, 65 and say, well, damn, what the hell was the point of it all? When at 15, 25, and 35, we really can get ahead of the game. We really can make a difference. And if you are within any of those age age ranges and you're listening to this, then thank God it's not too late, right? If you have the means to sit down and listen to a podcast, you have the means to make changes. You have to first make a choice to do that. And it all starts with awareness and Mm -hmm. having that loving awareness, having somebody like a coach be able to be a mirror to you and everything that's going on in your life and then support you through it and be that high touch accountability is really how we do it because motivation is one thing, but action is completely another.
0: Well, and I think that self-awareness piece is really challenging because it feels like everyone is able to see the symptoms. You know, I'm unhappy, I'm unfulfilled. And even like maybe the biochemistry symptoms, like I'm physically in agony here because of my, how my circumstances have shaped up. But I don't know how self-aware we are as a culture where people are like, oh my gosh, I'm the one who has the authority to do something about this. What I often see, and I'm sure you do as well since you do life coaching, is people who it's almost, it's like the waiting game. It's waiting for my circumstances to change. It's waiting for, you know, it's kind of like the person who, and I'm guilty of this. Everyone's guilty of this. You know, it's like the New Year's resolution hits. And then like February or March, it's like, eh, well, you know, that didn't work out. But next New Year's resolution, I'll get back to it. It's not like you re- you don't realize you're off the wagon in March and say, well, let me jump right back on. And it's like eh, next next January. And so we, it feels like we do a lot of waiting mm. instead of that action piece that you're talking about.
1: Yeah, waiting and assuming that we will have next year. <laughs> mm. um, very vulnerably, I'm happy to share with you and your audience, Blake, that in July, my father-in-law was diagnosed with stomach cancer, and he passed away on November eleventh, three and a half months later. So I mean it was a very quick and and it went from and we're world travelers. He was down in Panama with us in February, and there was, as far as we saw, and as far as he was concerned, no major health issues. And just a few months later, diagnosed and gone three months after that. So We assume, we hope, maybe we pray. You know, if we are grateful every day when we wake up, then that's a great starting point. But you're exactly right. How do we ignite that fire? How do we get back on the train in March? You know, and and how do we even realize it? And I have to say, I mean, I have a health coach, a therapist, and a business coach. (laughs) Mm. You know, so when any area of my life, not to mention I also have a spiritual community, a church that I go to, and my partner. So, you know, there's, many different areas of our life pie, and if one of those areas are not feeling nourished we need help we need help we need a community in order to feel nourished in all of those areas of our life and you know you mentioned something about mental versus physical health and i really it's very very important to remember that mental health and physical health are one and the same so i think often we confuse we think oh Maybe I'm battling anxiety or depression, but I feel physically pretty good. But science is now showing us, and I just had this conversation with my friend Mark Metry um, on my podcast last week, that 90 to 95% of serotonin is produced in our gut. So if you are struggling with anxiety and depression, you definitely are having gut health issues for sure. Serotonin is affectionately known as the happy feeling neurotransmitter, right? It's a transmitter that is needed in order to feel healthy, but it also controls our digestion, our libido, um, our metabolism, right? So that it plays many, many roles in our body. And if if that if those levels are not being met and adequately produced, which is produced in our gut, not in our brain, like what we previously thought. Then of course we're going to be having issues. So if you're listening to this and thinking, yeah, you know, mental health is something that I struggle with, I, I would highly encourage you to reach out to someone, a doctor, a health coach, a nutritionist, a dietitianist, or a life coach and say, listen, I want to get to the root of this. And for example, with my clients, month one of my four-month program, we deal with healing the gut. And it is amazing when we start to heal the physio the physiological side. Yeah, the physical side. Yeah, Yeah. the physiological side. (laughs) When the psychological side starts to follow suit, so it's all connected, and we think that we're not connected. It's wild.
0: Well, you know, I I had Mark on the podcast, and it was amazing how many times he kept going back to biochemistry, and and I guess I just, I I guess I would be, you know, one of your naive customers in the sense of I've always compartmentalized mental and physical. And it's really, talking to you, talking to Mark has really got me thinking about this. So I would guess that some of your clients, we're not we're not even necessarily talking about people who are wanting to maybe get um, in shape or get healthy, but but really it's sort of this exhaustive transformation that you're doing with people you're working with.
1: Absolutely. it's. Uh, I'm, I'm actually in the process of maybe redirecting my program. So it's somewhere between 90 and 120 days, three to four months that we work together. And I really tailor my program specifically. I I have a program that's sort of the spine, but I tailor it specific to each client because, and this is what I always say too, we die in dieting and we heal through health, right? So we want to maybe lose weight. We want to lose that blow or maybe we just want regular energy levels again and not have to sip coffee all day long. And maybe we just want to wake up feeling rested. For the first time in many years, right? And not wake up feeling like still exhausted after eight or nine hours of sleep, and ready right. to go take a nap. <laughs> right. And again, we start with the physical. And, and I've also been a yoga teacher for a long time. And, and you have to start somewhere, right? You have to start where you have the most control. And that typically is the physical body, right? Same as in yoga. We start with the breath. We start with what is visceral, what we can feel in our body and where we have measurable results. Because honestly, Blake, what gets people motivated to stay on the train, just like we talked about, right? New Year's resolution come March is measurable results. So when we start with the body, we start getting measurable results and we we define what that looks like. And for every person, it's very different. Um, it gives us the inspiration to then do the deeper mindset work. Like you said, it's those paradigm shifts. It's the limiting beliefs such as I I have to live in an either or state or I got to wait till I'm 70 to retire and then be happy, right? These are all just beliefs that we've grown up with because they've been imprinted on us. But really unlearning everything that we know is a huge piece of what I do with my clients.
0: Now, have you always been interested in this topic and you've, you just turned it into a business or did you stumble across this? I mean, what, talk to me a little about your history your story.
1: Yeah. I always, growing up, I wanted to be a pediatrician. Um, and then I went to a very challenging, academically challenging high school. I took college credits, um, starting sophomore year of high school. I I was basically totally burnt out. So then when it came to college, (laughs) (laughs) I was like 18 years old and and having panic attacks. It was ridiculous. I said, you know what? I'm just going to go to school for something that I enjoy. And I I did enjoy biology. I did enjoy science, but I really was fascinated by uh, the human brain and human psychology. So I got a degree in psychology for my four years in college because I was just so fascinated with how people relate to themselves and the world around them. And I really wanted to learn more about that. So fast forward now, many years and many careers later. And and what I'm doing now is because I've spent the last decade and a half rediscovering myself and really walking myself through the programs that I now walk other people through in a very much more condensed (laughs) and easy to digest, pun intended, uh, manageable way, right? Because it's taken me I graduated in two thousand eight. We're now in, so it's taking me twelve years to really kind of figure out like, what the heck is going on? Why do I feel this way? Why do I struggle with rashes? Why do I struggle with anxiety, depression? You know, why can't I figure out my flow in life? And why do I feel so guilty about all of it? Mm-hmm. So I've really done the deep inner work that I've needed to do in order to bring my clients to you know, that concise, listen, let's take the last decade and a half of research in my life and put it together in a three to four month program and saying, here you go. <laughs> um,
0: now, you've obviously, you know, since you've been in, in this business for a while now, you know, especially in the last like five years, it feels like there are, and, and I don't even know if you'd have any competition here, but it feels like there are so many angles that people take on health, especially like dieting, especially nutrition, in, 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 in the micro, you're seeing this in so many products that are very obviously gluten free, but get labeled as gluten free. Um, you're like, oh, wow, it's gluten free. And it's like, well, yeah, it's lettuce. You know, it's I don't know.
1: Shampoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: you know, what, what are some of the most like ridiculous things that you've seen that you're just like, I cannot believe that that is a thing right now?
1: Yeah, so honestly Blake, I try to approach everything with a curious ju- mindset rather than judgmental mindset. You know, this is the root of what I like to call the abundance mindset is we stay in curiosity over judgment because if I'm curious about myself and my own processes and my own healing, then I can't there's no room for judgment. And it's the same thing when I meet a stranger or when I come across a new thought process or a new concept if I stay in in curiosity about it, then it's impossible to judge it, right? Because I genuinely just want to learn about it. So I think one thing for me though, when it comes to the world of health and wellness and how, and I will say Western society has really targeted their marketing for the benefit of all the people who have A lot of the money. (laughs) Of course, there is enough money to go around for everyone, but a lot of people who control a lot of the money in in the realm of health and wellness have done a really good job marketing items that are not necessarily good for us that we think is good for us. For example, over-the-counter antacids. I mean, tums taste really good and they relieve the symptoms of acid reflux, right? But They are causing serious long-term chronic issues in your gut. I mean, your gut needs to be acidic. Your body needs to be alkaline, but your stomach needs to be acidic. It's hydrochloric acid that you absolutely need to have in order to break down your food. So if you're going to Whole Foods every day and spending all that money and all that healthy food, if you don't have hydrochloric acid in your stomach to break it down, then you're wasting your money. You might as well go to the dollar menu, seriously. And those antacids that are inhibiting your proton pumps from producing hydrochloric acid that we just think, oh, this is, I can buy this for a couple bucks at CVS and it helps relieve some of my symptoms and helps me continue to live the life of numbing out from all the pain that I'm numbing out from, then cool, why not? But let me ask you, what it, at what cost? Truly, mm-hmm. at what cost? And if you really think that health is expensive darling illness is, is sure. (laughs) I mean, if we can put a dollar sign on it, it is extremely expensive, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. It feels like I need to call my mom because she has a bottle of Tums she takes everywhere. (laughs) It's like, it's like her drug basically.
1: It is. And, and that's, and I would venture to say the anxiety that she has around running out of her Tums Leads to even more of the symptoms that she's already having, and that chronic long-term anxiety is also leading to more gut health issues, which is feeding into chronic depression, chronic anxiety, mm-hmm. And you know, then we reflect back and think, "Wow, why can't we just get a hold of, you know of our lives? and listen, please don't hear me wrong, And I'll say this over and over again, Bless that medicine if it, if it is helping you and I mean, especially in the case of prescribed medications, right? I'm talking like right, pres- right. prescriptions from doctors, maybe not over like over the counter medicine. If you're self prescribing, then please get to a doctor or a health coach or a nutritionist that can help you maybe wean off of it in a very safe way. But
0: but are, are you surprised by how medicated our culture is? Cause it feels like, I think I read something that like we're prescribing, especially to children that we're prescribing more medication than ever before in history also at an earlier age than ever before. Mm.
1: Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, especially when you look at the people controlling all of it. <laughs> yeah, mm. and that's, this is like a whole nother black hole <laughs> topic that I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah sure. I, you know, I, I just, it doesn't surprise me because money talks, right? I mean, I, I have you been, have you seen at all? My husband and I have been watching Narcos Mexico on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> I saw
0: season one. It's pretty good. I
1: really enjoy it, but listen, the people who have money can do crazy things, mm-hmm. right, and the things that people can get away with are wild and
0: well and with with how um i guess fervent some people's marketing is, do you find yourself in your program? Do you feel like you're you're having to sort of and I don't even mean rewiring someone's health, do you feel like you're having to like untrain beliefs and you know I'm just thinking about I'm thinking about like fads that people have really locked in on, you know, like Jordan Peterson had his, um, he was repping the, uh, all meat diet where he only eats meat, which I'm like, sweet, I'm all in on it. Right. And so, but my wife who's also very health centric is like never in our house. It's never going to happen. And so I would imagine you probably have people sometimes that you sort of have to undo what they've cemented in their brain as this is good for me. This is right for me. Um, is, is that accurate?
1: yeah absolutely i mean i have all my clients read and sign an agreement that says listen we are going to do some things a little bit differently than maybe you've been be- you know taught to believe but you know those beliefs again they're not your fault this is what we've been raised in this is the society and the structure and the culture that we have been taught to trust so i am just asking you kindly and lovingly to please over the next 12 ish weeks that 12 to 16 weeks that we are working together to just try it on for size, right? Like we're going to try something new. Let's, you know, nothing changes if nothing changes. So let's try something new and see how it goes. We can be flexible. Um, and again, you know, <laughs> the second portion of my program is exactly that we dive deep. We, we spend four sessions diving deep into the beliefs, the family unit, the structures that you grew up in, and we rewrite them. So yeah, if you've been taught that certain diets are good for you, I mean, if you've gone gluten-free, do you even know if you're gluten intolerant or did you just do that because someone told you that gluten could be a thing?
0: Mm, Yeah. And And it's amazing how many armchair experts, I guess, there are who will, and I think a lot of people, they're genuinely wanting to help. And so they say, hey, maybe you should try this. Maybe you should do this. And also, I would also assume that you probably have some people who there's a bit of a um, placebo effect. You know, they've jumped into a certain habit and they're saying, oh, it's, it's revolutionized my life when maybe it actually, the, the, the nutritional element of what they're doing isn't actually what's contributing to whatever outcome they're noticing. Um, so I would assume you have your work cut out for you a bit.
1: Yeah and you know I'll I'll comment on that too like neurons that fire together wire together. So when we say there's restructuring or rewiring of the brain that we need to do it's it's again as as Mark would say it's biological it's real. It's I mean there's a an amazing YouTube clip it's like 5 minutes long and it actually shows the neurons in the brain rewiring and reconfiguring from one structure to another. And the brain is also very good at playing the games that it plays. And on top of that, we have an ego and a subconscious mind, or the lizard brain, who is fighting really hard to keep us at the center of the universe and to keep us safe, loved, and accepted. Mm. Right? So if you take this, the whole structure of who we are, the systems that we grew up in, the beliefs that we grew up with, Plus, our ego, plus our lizard or subconscious brain, uh, who are our critter brain, who doesn't have logic, who only knows survival, (laughs) it is really challenging to break those habits. But I would venture to say, you know, the placebo effect, what is it even? You know, it's kind of like, it's still having an effect. So who gives a shit, whatever it is that's happening, you're rewiring the brain to create new neural pathways to create a new life for yourself. And it all starts with that with awareness. And, you know, this is something that is also really interesting when I work with clients is saying, let's zoom out and take a second and reflect back on where you were only five weeks ago, because the brain forgets how crappy we felt, (laughs) right? When we're feeling bad, it's impossible to think about anything else. But when we're feeling really good, it's really easy to forget where we came from. So it's really important to reflect back and say, wow, you know, I, I really did do a lot of work and it all plays together. Again, I mean, if someone has changed their nutrition, their gut health will change, most likely for the better, Now, the question is, long-term, is that the best for you, right? So if someone does some type of cleanse or some type of paleo or keto or vegan diet for a certain period of time, of course, it's going to be a shift and a change, and they're going to feel that. Those are those measurable results. But every single person is different. Genetically, we are made differently. So how can we say that there's one specific diet that is good for every Body, like Mm. every physical body, it just doesn't work like that. So, yeah, I would say there's a little bit of both there. Uh, But you know, as far as placebo effect, I don't know because the brain rewires quickly. Mm. We feel good quickly. Um, Once we have the right container, our bodies heal very efficiently. Our bodies are really good at doing what they're supposed to do, which is to heal, regenerate, and to feel good. And we're really good at doing it. We just need the right container and the right circumstances for that to happen. So any shift that moves us 1% closer to that optimal container definitely will have us feeling good. It's just long term it's really important to reassess if this is a long term answer or if this was just a gut health reset like what I mm. do with my clients in my 4 week program, right? This mm. is just this is an opportunity to hit the reset button. Now let's reassess long-term, how do we make this a lifestyle that lasts rather mm-hmm. than just having to live, you know, I, I am never a proponent of living in deprivation or scarcity mindset. That's just not how we have long-term inevitable success.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, you're obviously making a big difference in your business now. I am curious, just zooming way out, just because we have a lot of listeners who are entrepreneurs themselves. Have you always just felt Uh, led to be an entrepreneur? Have you always felt like you've got sort of envisioned yourself as a business owner? I mean, what's that journey look like for you?
1: Definitely. So my major in college was psychology, but my minor was business, specifically entrepreneurship.
0: (laughs) Oh, cool.
1: (laughs) So uh, yeah, I, I learned how to be an entrepreneur in college, which was actually probably the most helpful thing that I learned besides like, I don't know, social interaction and human Sexuality. <laughs> I mean, learning how to make real good love—that was a great class, but um, <laughs> that we could probably all benefit from. But no, um, yeah, I've always I've always been a self thinker. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, and I think once it came to college, you know, I've been financially self sufficient for a very long time, and that you know, kind of is another piece to my own personal puzzle. My father left when I was 12 and we were bankrupt and homeless. So being self-sufficient and and working for myself is always something I've done. And I think, again, in the last decade and a half, it's been exploring that. So I did direct sales for a while. I did multi-level marketing companies for a while. And I I really kind of built my way up from absolutely nothing. to a place now where you know I, I had the opportunity to when I started teaching yoga I kind of ran my own company teaching yoga as a private yoga instructor and working as a contractor at the studios which then took me traveling around the world right so it's kind of following the breadcrumbs which then eventually led me to okay I'm on the other side of it now I need to start nourishing that other piece of me I'm I'm again done working for someone else I'm ready to work for myself again and here we are. I mean, it was just a natural progression and following the breadcrumbs. And I think that's sort of the tertiary piece to what I do is that, you know, really learning how to trust yourself again. And what does that mean? What does that look like? What does that intuitive hit even mean? What is the science of intuition? And I have a free webinar coming up with my friend Sunil actually next week. So I'd love for you all to be there, but Sunil has spent over 10,000 hours really researching the science of intuition and mm. actually what it is in the body. It's not woo-woo at all. It's actually a real thing that's been measured and documented. So, but this is what I always say, Blake, is how, how can I do this deeper personal development work if I'm waking up every day in pain? Right it's not possible. I can't do the mindset works. I can't be open to the paradigm shifts. I can't be interested in learning how to trust my intuition. If I'm waking up feeling exhausted, bloated, covered in rashes, itchy from head to toe and running to the bathroom every time I put something in my mouth, it just, you have to, again, start at the beginning, which is the physical, and then go from there.
0: So is is that the problem with entrepreneurs today? Because you know, when you look at it statistically, it's something like only 20 to 25% are actually going to make it five years or more. You know, everyone really likes to um, really make entrepreneurship this very sexy thing and sort of like the ideal game of, you know, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. It just sounds amazing. I'm my own boss. Very few will actually do it. You've done it. Is the answer exactly what you're serving? Is it? Is it in the, the physical? Is it in the biochemistry? Or is it something else?
1: It's. I would say it's twofold, right? So this kind of circles back around to the beginning of our conversation. It's the difference between the grind and hard work. Because if you're just grinding every day to meet some fantasy in your mind, then where is that going to lead you to? Burnout and more unhappiness, right? So... When it comes to entrepreneurship, you have to work really hard, but you have to feel good in order to work really hard. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. It's like a sustainability piece to it.
1: Absolutely. Everything has to be sustainable in our lives. Otherwise, we get burnt out. And I mean, we can look at, I have a good friend who was a night nurse for many years, and she got burnt out to a point where she was bedridden for three months and broken out in hives from head to toe. She couldn't work. And if we don't have our health, we don't have anything. And I know in my own personal life, If I don't work on that sustainability and listen, this is like after years of figuring out what works for me. So like as a business owner, what works for you? What is the schedule that you want? I think we have this perceived vision of what entrepreneurship looks like, but we never take the time to really define what our day looks like. You know, how much money is coming in? How many client calls do you have if you're a service based industry? Or how much product do you sell or do you need to sell to hit certain points if you're a product based industry? Um, And that's where a coach is so important. So it's the physical aspect, but then it's the accountability. So this is the secondary layer that is 100% so important. And the, the way we do one thing is the way we do everything, right? So if you hear that and you're probably thinking, what the hell does that mean, right? Truly the underlying patterns in our life and our habits are going to manifest across every single aspect of that life pie that I was mentioning to you, right? So I'm trying to come up with like a positive example, but
0: (laughs) I, I, I
1: I I, I keep coming back to like... If I'm a slime ball in business, I'm probably also going to be a slime ball in my relationship. I'm probably, probably also going to be a slime ball in my spirituality. I'm also going to probably like be not super nourishing in my body health-wise, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm someone who is committed, who like my moral compass tells me that I want to be a person of my word. I want to be a person of integrity. I want to be consistent and I want to feel good doing it, then that is going to play a role in every area of my life, my business, my relationship, my spirituality, my health, right? You're going to see all those things. And then my bank account, my abundance, the finance piece will be a reflection of that, of course. Mm -hmm. So you have to have, you got to start somewhere, but I think trying to figure it out on your own, you're, you're sure the information is there. Listen, like no coach out there has a magic potion. And if you're trying to find the quick fix or the magic potion, like, you're going to spend the next 20 years trying to research it. And then when you figure out that it's not there, then you're going to become a coach and teaching other people how to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but why do that when you can just invest in a business coach or invest in a health coach to say, I need systems and strategies to get my shit under control. Because right now I feel like I'm just surviving. Like mm-hmm. I am just surviving as a mother. I'm just surviving as an entrepreneur. I'm just surviving as a podcast. Like I'm just surviving. Mm -hmm. So how do we really move from that potentially overused terms from surviving to thriving, Mm -hmm. right? And for me, what does that thriving look like? We have to take the time to define success because success for me looks different than success for you. And thriving for me looks different than thriving for you. Again, for me, it looks like being consistent, waking up feeling rested, spending time outside every single day, eating homemade food that I cooked with love for dinner the night before. So what does that look like, right? It means I need to break it down into bite-sized chunks, pun intended, right? We have to (laughs) chew our food, right? We have to make our life digestible. And we are easily stuck in information overload and analysis paralysis. It's like, yeah, I have all these huge goals. I want to start meal prepping, and I want to start going to the gym five times a week. But how do I make that a reality? How do I really fit those into my schedule? And what does that look like? Maybe that means I hire a personal trainer. Maybe that means I outsource uh, my food delivery, right? Because as an entrepreneur, we all know that time is very limited, though we all have an equal amount of time given to us every single day. How are we allocating it to most benefit how I want my ideal day to look, which is going to be different than yours and different than everyone else Mm was tuning in today.
0: Well, I always get a kick out of people who are like, you know, what will you teach me that I can't find anywhere else? And I'm like, nothing. I mean, literally, we live in an age where you can access any bit of information, free, paid, whatever. It feels like the magic is in those people you're talking about who can actually take, you know, embrace that accountability and actually execute on it. Rather yes. than, you know, looking at, in fact, I even talked to somebody who she said she had been working. She was trying to grow her business. She had taken something like 12 different courses. I mean, she had worked on her business for two years. And I literally told her, I said, look, it, the answer isn't another course. It's you. Exactly. You are the reason you're not executing. I think it's hard for us to put aside our ego and really, really take an honest look at ourselves sometimes.
1: We have to take responsibility and listen, looking in the mirror is going to be the hardest thing that you're ever going to do. And it's going to be the most rewarding. And, you know, step one is clearing the clutter, mm. right? So an actionable tip, I mean, literally look at your calendar. Where have you overcommitted? Where have you said yes too many times? And what can you delete off that calendar? And what can you cancel? Clear the clutter in your calendar, uh, clear the clutter in your life, right? Right that room that you just sho- shove everything into that gives you underlying anxiety your desk and your workspace that your your workspace sorry <laughs> 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 your workspace that you feel stressed out at every time you, how can you be productive in the clutter
0: right uh, and that, the, the, the irony about all of this is i'm i'm sitting this has become like the baby room and i'm realizing like behind me i just have <laughs> so much crap that's just like we've just stuffed everything in here so I'm now the person you're talking to. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is totally for me. Because you have a baby coming in like Yay! eight days. and so. Oh my
1: God, congrats to that. But listen, like, this, this is also so important because remember the way we do one thing is the way we do everything, right? So taking all of the things, and I'm like picking up the objects, taking all of the <laughs> things and shoving it into a corner is a reflection of all of the things in our life that we're shoving down in our body right? All of the food that we're shoving in our body, all of the things that we are using to numb all of those thoughts that feel overwhelming, that we're pushing down, pushing down, pushing down. Because guess what? Responsibility is a heavy weight. We can all relate to that. Mm -hmm. As much as we have all these hopes and dreams and desires, we have to unpack where we are afraid to take responsibility. And I'll give you a perfect example. For me, for the longest time, in my business, my business did not change until my coach looked at me and she said, Chelsea, you're ready to take on the responsibility of more clients. And I said, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> because what does that mean? That means I have to show up.
0: Right. That
1: means I can't just not show up. So if I'm taking on this responsibility, and Blake, in your case, a new baby is a huge responsibility, right? Sure. So how are these habits reflecting every area of your life. And this is an actionable step that we can all take away from this and all of your listeners is start clearing the clutter in your mind, in your environment, in your inbox, unsubscribe from all those emails that you receive every single day. And you just, maybe you don't even delete them anymore. Maybe they're just, you have a thousand unread emails mm. <laughs> or more, right? <laughs> we live in a noisy freaking world. So right. we get quiet, get clear, and then start making an actionable plan, right? Bite size, chew your food, chew Uh your action steps, like start at the beginning and having someone to check in with every single day. Like I am texting my clients almost every single day. And this is where that high touch, high price point accountability comes in because just like you said, like. It's not information that we need. It's transformation. And without someone being on us saying, listen, these are your hopes and dreams and desires. You are deserving of them. You and I both know that. Why are you laying on the couch? Well, in reality, I'm I'm feeling depressed today. Well, why is that? You know, like, let's dig into the why. Let's dig into the why. And then how can we shift 1%? Because, right, 1% is better... 1% of something is 100% better than 0%. It's right. probably Tony Robbins or something like that, right? <laughs> it's
0: true, though. I mean, it's, it's great advice, though. Uh, yeah. Chelsea, we are out of time. It has flown by today. It has. Me, I want to
1: keep going, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're on a roll.
0: I love it. Tell me for my listeners, what is the one thing you'd love for them to do to follow you, engage with you? What would you like them to do?
1: Please come follow me on Instagram. My name is the Chelsea Haynes. I'm very active on there every day. Um, I love DMs. You can send voice notes on there and you can ask me anything. Ask me anything. I am a total open book. So if you're curious about my time in yachting or my abandonment issues from all those years ago <laughs> or how I run my business and what that looks like or how I incorporate my spirituality into my passion of health and wellness, um, yeah, come find me on there. And from there, you can. Find my podcast. Let's start health. You know, that's my passion project, and I hope that it serves everyone in every way. That's truly my intention there. And it's vulnerable stories of healing and people, normal people who have been able to say, "I'm sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, and I need to make a change here." And it's just there are very vulnerable stories of how they did that. So there's a lot of education and there's a lot of inspiration on there. Um, Yeah, and you can always find me at my website, ChelseaHaynesCoaching.com.
0: I love it. Chelsea, thank you for being here today.
1: Thank you so much, Blake. I look forward to having you on Let's Start Health.
0: Oh, yeah. We'll have to make it happen.
1: Awesome.
0: Hey, for the listeners, what the heck are you waiting on? You got to check out all these links. I'm going to put them in the episode description down below. Also, make sure you check out Chelsea's podcast, the Let's Start Health podcast, and follow her on Instagram. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, definitely make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and absolutely leave us a five-star review. We'll continue to bring you some good advice along the way. Hey, we appreciate you. We'll catch you later. See ya.